Before my severe concussion at 10, I was good at everything. I loved to sing, loved to read, loved school, loved to play hockey, loved to do everything. My mom told me after the accident over time that I had a way about me that said I had to do everything just the right way. I was furiatingly curious, asking questions. Once I knew it, I would tell everyone what I knew. I was confident all the time and it drove people crazy. After the accident and recovery, I was quiet but had severe emotional outbursts and mom and dad, although at first treated me as broken glass and I could get anything I wanted, realized I was not going to mature right if they didn't teach me how to grow. School was out of the question and so I started working more and more with my dad. Daily, we worked together, lesson after lesson, with my dad trying to retrain me all over again. Lessons about growth, the seed, the plant, harvest, milking cows, and every day, work, work, work. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life, where we inspire participation, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. And we hope that you will tell everyone you know and meet and relatives that you have to go to their favorite podcast provider or junglejimhunter.com or YouTube and subscribe, download, listen to this podcast. Let us know if you like it or what you don't like. Write me at jungle.jim at shaw.ca. I would love to hear from you and rate and review the podcast and become an 831er, somebody that lives their best life because you are inspired by this podcast and you want to help others live their best life. Well, my dad's time was consumed with dealing with a child that was emotionally upset most of the time. I was upset because I couldn't do what I used to do. Naturally, as simple as breathing, I could play the piano. Now I couldn't remember what notes to play. I used to play hockey and weave through a whole team and score a goal. Now I had trouble at just keeping my balance and wanting to attempt to play. I loved to sing in public and perform. Now I was afraid to do so and would choke on my words, forgetting what I was singing. Looking at schoolwork was a foreign language, and so typically I would come home with D's and F's. It wasn't long before they said, it's better that I work on the farm. That was all I could hope for. I was angry. People would tell me how sad they were that I wouldn't be able to do anything anymore. That just made it worse. My dad would get frustrated and angry, and soon we both would erupt at each other. And this caused an even bigger emotional gulf between us. My parents weren't prepared to deal with an out-of-control child. Memory and past performances told me I could do what I used to do, but it just wasn't there. The more time I spent on trying to do it again and again, the more frustrated I became. The more it upset my dad, the more it upset me, the more it upset my family. You see, we all see the potential in our children, but how do we draw it out of them? We see the potential in others that we work with, but how do we draw it out of them? If you try to use discipline trying to drive it into them, you drive them away. I wasn't a bad kid. I wasn't in trouble. I wasn't causing trouble. I was a kid that had loads of potential, but now couldn't seem to figure out how to even do the basics. If you treat it as passive and say, well, they will eventually grow into it, and we know that we will eventually mature into something, but it will be as an adult. Well, you may have to learn it the hard way, and we know that it will eventually mature, but it will be far from the full potential that we could have been. We put them in things hoping they will find something they love and will discover who they are. This can be an expensive and lengthy search, never finding what worked. Dad and Mom knew it was there, but how? Dad stayed the course. 
He had a plan, and he believed I would eventually come around if he stuck to it. It will be tough. It will be a fight. But we would stick to it, he said. Dad had a way about him, and it was the hunter way. He was determined to stick with it. And so we began to spend more and more time together, working side by side. The training began. He had decided long before I was born that every child must be prepared to handle life. Why? He was born after World War I and knew how the men and women were when they returned from the war. He lived as a teenager through the dirty 30s when the bank owned the farm that his parents were trying to farm and were working to pay the bank, not themselves. One time he told me that his mom gave him a piece of bread folded over with a piece of lettuce in it for his lunch day after day. He rode his bike to and from the country school, rain or shine, snow or no snow, five miles each way. World War II came along and he enlisted, but was rejected because there was something wrong with him that he didn't know about until they operated on it in 1960 and discovered that he was on death's door. His thinking was life can be taken any time, and so he used to say the following, Son, by the time you are old enough to produce another human being, you must be ready to handle life. So by the time you reach puberty, you must be prepared to do everything an adult could do. My first 10 years, I loved. I loved life. I loved work because I got to learn everything Dad did. Drive every implement and farm equipment. Milk cows, bale hay, cultivate, seed, swath, and combine all day, day after day. Grow a garden, ride horses, cows, calves, make chops, spread straw, feed and care for milk cows, play hockey, play piano, play catch, swim, dive, and most of all, know how to work. All these were done to excellence, not just till you finish them. Legal, he could pay hired hands on the farm, so he paid us to work by the second, saving him income tax, and he paid us to work by the second, and we paid for what we wanted to do and did from our own money, never from his. He taught personal discipline and accountability, responsibility, and empowerment from the time you could do something for yourself. You did it or you didn't get it done. You learned that to be prepared was not practice and playing. It was preparing to practice so that in practice you were learning and when you had to perform, you were either the best or you were not ready to do it. That was the expectation. This requires commitment by your parent and sacrifice hard to measure. Dad's version of time on task was simple. He had eight priorities for you. Once those eight were complete, you could do anything else you liked. Hockey came after those eight things had to be carried out. This on-purpose, time-on-task approach made it so by the time I was 11 and a half, well enough to join the real world again from my concussion, that it was time for retraining. I may have been broken glass, then put back together, but I was going to be prepared for life just like my brothers and sister. If we wanted to play hockey, we built the rink between the house and the barn each year. Playing on it came when the other eight priorities were done. Cleaning it was your job not his. You don't play unless you are prepared to play. The biggest tasks in the time that dad had with us, and because I scared him into seeing that at any moment a child could be gone, just like a parent could be gone, increased his focus to be on task in the time he had with us, so you were prepared to handle life. Everything was a lesson on being on task in the time that you had. Building character was the priority. Do a job in the time he thought you could do it, and he said, good. 
That's done. Do it ahead of time and you might get a great job that you did it. Do it ahead of time and better than he could do it. And you got a, now you're talking and a smile. You realized what he was after. You were growing and that was what he was intending to help you do. Are you growing? What have you done today that brings a smile to someone's face? And most of all, when is the last time you gave yourself, now you're talking, and made you smile on the inside? Because you knew you grew today. I hope you will have grown and will be living your best life the next time we meet. Thank you for listening. My quote for the day, what's the difference between a dream and a goal? Well, the goal has a date, a place, and as much growth as you can possibly pack into it to make it happen. Are you growing? Are you putting in time? Are you on task in the time that you have, knowing that you're going because you're growing?